Hello and welcome to another episode of The Good Vanilla, a Barefoot Contessa podcast where the chicken stock is homemade, store-bought is just fine, and the vanilla is always good. I am your host, Nick Kochanov, and today we're going to be talking about a perfect day in East Hampton. Sounds fabulous, but before we get into that, hello, how are you, how is everyone's week? I'm trying to think of anything. I'm going to New Hampshire this weekend to visit Keon, who's already uh, been up in New Hampshire for a week at this point, uh, to just visit his family and for his nephew's birthday party. Um, So it'll be a nice quick jaunt up for the weekend for me. And um, I think it'll be lovely. Summer in New Hampshire is fabulous. Just as fabulous as East Hampton, really. But other than that, I don't think I have anything else to report. It's been kind of like one of those weeks where, you know, when people ask you, like, what's new? And I'm like, I don't know. Same old stuff, you know. Um, But I say we get right into this. This is Back to Basics, Season 8, Episode 7. And again, this episode is called Perfect Day in East Hampton. So Ina begins. I'm the Barefoot Contessa, and this is my idea of the perfect day in East Hampton. I'm making strawberry muffins warm from the oven for my husband, Jeffrey. He'll be ready for breakfast after a walk in the snow on the beach. Then I'm cooking with fabulous chef Joe Isidori. We're making striped bass with preserved lemon dressing, cooking sustainable and local, and I can't wait. Then, to round off the day, it's a cozy dinner for two winter minestrone, garlic bruschetta, and a fireside supper with Jeffrey. I'd say that's a perfect day. I think when I said the word fireside, I sounded very Pittsburgh, at least in my head, because in Pittsburgh we say fire instead of fire. Like if my dad was like, say, like, let's start a fire, (laughs) he'd say, let's start a fire. I don't know. I'm not going to go back and listen to that because I'll probably cringe. And it probably isn't bad at all, but in my mind, I, I felt very Pittsburgh there. Um, this sounds like a lovely day. I'm, I chose this episode because it's hot as hell and I thought it'd be fun to do like a winter episode because this is very cozy. Uh, and truly it does feel like a great day. Um, like everything that happens within this day would be so wonderful. And especially the, the gift that Jeffrey gives Ina at the end, which is very sweet. So Ina tells us, um, so Ina begins here, she's in the kitchen, and she begins by telling us that Jeffrey is out for a walk on the beach, which makes him happy, and that she's baking, which makes her happy, which is very cute, and um, she's making strawberry muffins for him and for her, and this starts out with two sticks of butter, melted, and the dry ingredients are flour, baking powder, baking soda, salt, and cinnamon, and I feel like Ina said like lots of cinnamon and I don't know why, I don't know why, but uh, I I, I just felt like it was a weird thing to call out or a weird thing to add, not a weird thing to add to a muffin, um, but she just, you know, she wanted to mention it. So I thought I'd mention it too. (laughs) So she gives that all a sift and then she measures out the wet ingredients, which are, uh, which is some milk, two eggs already beaten, extra large eggs, of course. And then the cooled uh, two sticks of melted butter. And then she makes a like sort of a well in the middle of the flour and gives it a big stir, being careful not to stir it too much. 
And next up, the star of the show, fresh strawberries, which she dices up not too big and not too small. She wants, you know, she wants people to know what's inside of it and she doesn't want it to be, you know, mushy, but she wants something substantial, which I agree. I kind of like that. Uh, so she tumbles those strawberries into the batter and gives it a stir. And then finally, I, and I love this, she adds one cup of sugar to the batter, but it's like after the fact. And she tells us it makes it a little bit crunchy, which I love. Like, I just think that's so, there's nothing better than like a muffin top, like that, that sort of like the crunchy sugar on top. Ugh. And I would imagine it's probably, I, I would, I would be very interested to see like how that tastes like inside. That's, does it make the inside crunchy as well? I don't know. I'm like drooling thinking of that. Um, but I, I really, really liked that. So that was a, I thought that was a, a cool tip. So then she gets out her trusty ice cream scoop and scoops the batter into their little uh, cups and they go into the oven at 375 for about 20 to 25 minutes. And then we see more footage of Jeffrey walking across the frozen tundra of this beach. I just like walking as hard walking is hard folks I you know my friend Jamie and Keon and I we try to walk we've been doing it in the mornings before work and not really succeeding and most of it's because I like don't want to do it um I could find any excuse not to walk I would certainly be Ina in this equation but I do like a walk I like an evening walk more than like a morning walk and we used to do it like on our lunch hour but my job is a little bit more stressful now and I'm always like afraid that something's going to happen so we suggested like maybe walking before work and it is nice to sort of be out and about but once it gets colder it's really hard to like get out of bed and go and do it um this is all to say uh good on you jeffrey for you know putting on your boots and walking across the the frozen beach here it sounds i don't know i don't know what the temperature is here but it's he's not like buttoned up all the way so i feel like it's cold but not like freezing so um, at this point, the muffins are coming out. Coffee is being poured. Jeffrey arrives and Ina says, would you like one? And Jeffrey says, I'd, I'd love to. And Jeffrey takes a bite and goes, wow. And then Ina says, he always loves what I make. And then Jeffrey asks Ina what he is up to today. Uh, no, Jeffrey asks what Ina is up to today first. I stand corrected. And Ina says, actually, I've been invited to make lunch with Joe Isidori, who's the chef at South Fork Kitchen. And, you know, Jeffrey's like, oh. And then Ina, she t- she flips the, ta- flips the table, turns the table. I don't know. She asks Jeffrey <laughs> what he has on his agenda. And Jeffrey is like, Mom, I've got plans. And Ina immediately, her ears are perked up. And she's like, well, what kind of plans? Why do I think this sounds like trouble? Do they involve me? And Jeffrey says, yeah, a little bit. So Ina, you know, she's like, hmm. And then cut to commercial break. And then after the break, Ina is in her car and she's uh, she's saying, I'm having the I'm having one of those days where everything is fun. It was just really cute. And she's currently driving to Bridgehampton, more specifically to South Fork Kitchen uh, to meet Joe Isidori. And she tells us a little bit about the restaurant. Ina tells us that in the summer, you can't even get a table or a reservation because it's always packed. But now that it's winter, it's closed. And Joe has agreed to make lunch with Ina. And she's like, how lucky am I? And I think that, um, I don't think, I know, he or Ina said that there is a location in Brooklyn 
um, but a South Fork kitchen in Brooklyn, but there's also one in East Hampton too, which is, so he's traveled all the way up from Brooklyn, which I feel is like such a haul, but I mean, who wouldn't travel for Ina? So Ina meets up with Joe and, you know, he's like, let's go make some fish. So they go back into the kitchen. And I will say overall, Ina doesn't do very much in this equation. Um, And I can't tell if she's like annoyed by it or if she's just kind of there and enjoying the ride because she's not not once did she say like um i'll be your nurse or you know like handing something to him and be like doctor she didn't pull that bit uh with joe so joe tells us or joe tells ina and us that uh they are going to pan roast a local striped bass with some roasted did he say satyr satyr farm carrots i don't know if that's like a type of carrot or an actual like farm that's like in east hampton or something and a preserved lemon dressing. This all sounds delicious. Uh, Ina is tasked to peel the carrots. And the ca- like. some of the carrots are a little bit bigger, but like the carrot that Ina first picks up is like the size of my thumb. Like it's very, you know, it, it just feels like, uh, you know, very farm to table situation, I guess, is what I'm looking for, which is the case. So Joe seasons the bass with some salt and pepper and then sears it on top of the stove. Uh, and he only cooks it for like a few seconds. And um, and it's into the oven at 450, very high temperature. And Joe tells Ina about how the restaurant is sustainable and that they make all of their decisions on what to cook uh, sort of like in conjunction with the Blue Ocean Institute, which is kind of like the police of the ocean, Joe says. But so basically they say, like, here's what we have an abundance of. Like, I think he said something like there's no tuna... Uh, there's no salmon. They don't really go for fish that are like often like sought out, I guess, which I kind of like. I think it's I mean, either way, fish are dying, which is not great. But uh, <laughs> but I, I like from a, I guess, a vegan or a vegetarian lens there. But either way, uh, it seems pretty cool. So they um, they salt and pepper these carrots uh, with some olive oil, of course, and then they lay them on a rack so that they can be broiled under what's called a salamander, which feels just like a, it looks like a, like a broiler that's sort of mounted on a wall. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, I bet you, I bet if people work in kitchens, they know exactly what I'm talking about, but I, I've never seen this before. And Ina comments to like no one in particular. She's like, it's really hot here. And it's just funny. I wonder if she's like uncomfortable and maybe that adds to her her energy in this scene. It just feels a little bit off. But again, that could just be me. So now it's time for this dressing, this lemon dressing, which is a preserved, a preserved lemon dressing. And they cure, I guess they, ahead of time, they cured some Meyer lemons with salt and sugar in um, a sort of jar and they take a couple out so Ina is up to bat here she she kind of makes this dressing with Joe's instructions so Joe tells her to put some lemons in the blender followed by some rice wine vinegar and a pint of mayonnaise and that's it just three ingredients I love that this looks very good I am all about the sauces I love a good sauce a good condiment um, and I feel like this is just delicious so now the fish is ready to come out of the oven. Uh, Joe adds some garlic, shallots, some rosemary and thyme to the skillet, uh, as well as some butter as well. And he sort of, you know, it's that like thing where they kind of tilt the skillet a little bit and they just like baste it in that like beautiful butter that with all the herbs, oh, it just looks, it just looks really good. Um, and now it is time to plate everything. 
So he puts a little bit of that dressing on the plate and he grabs those little carrots from the salamander, which are perfectly charred at this point. And he lays a few carrots down onto the dressing and then places a piece of the fish on top. And he garnishes it with like a little, you know, a few sprigs of dill. And they both take a bite. You know, Ina loves it, of course. Ina gives him a hug. And that's kind of it. It was, it's not, it wasn't uneventful, but it wasn't eventful. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's like, I, I'm, it's so great for these like chefs to be featured on these shows. But I wonder like, does Ina seek this out? Do the people like behind the scenes of the Barefoot Contessa sort of like schedule this? I wonder. Um, that's just me being curious, I guess. So anyway, we get a little sneaky peek at what Jeffrey is up to around town. He wants to get Ina a present and he says something like, and I found the perfect place for her. And he walks into um, a bookstore called Harper's Books. Um, but before we see what Jeffrey's up to, we're back at Ina's house and she's chopping up vegetables for this winter minestrone, which sounds so good. I love a soup during a winter, no, a winter, the winter. Um, so she starts with some pancetta sauteing away in a big Dutch oven. And she has, uh, of course, some olive oil in there as well, to which she adds chopped carrots, chopped onions, celery, and butternut squash, which I kind of love. I would not think to put that in like a winter minestrone, but, you know, it's her recipe. So she gives that, or she adds some garlic and fresh thyme to that and gives it a big stir. So as she is stirring the vegetables, she reminds us, she's like, Jeffrey was being a little bit cagey about what he had planned for the day. I wonder what he's up to. Hmm. Uh, so now we finally flash back to Jeffrey at the bookstore who is holding a copy of Elizabeth David Classics. And this is very, I think this is a really good gift because he reveals later that this is something that Ina has like sort of always wanted, I guess. And it's it's definitely it definitely feels like a vintage book. It's not like mint condition, but um, I don't know what it's called. But like, I I paused it so I could like see what what kind of recipes they are. So they're Medi it's Mediterranean food, French country cooking, and summer cooking, which I do feel is like right up Ina's alley, to be honest. So and there's an introduction by James Beard, which I thought was very fancy. Um, and he's heard her talk about it, which like. I think anyone out there, like whether it's a friend or family member, like I love when I love trying to be that sort of gift giver as well. But I also love receiving gifts like that, too, where it's like if I mention something a couple times, you know, whether or not I'm really kind of planting a seed in someone's ear, like someone remembers it. And, you know, five months later or however long later, um, you know, you get that as a gift. That's really I think that's like a love language within itself, like um I guess it's, is it called just like gift giving? I know there's like acts of service. Um, I think it's gifts, something like that. Anyway, Jeffrey buys the book and he's off. And then we're back in the kitchen. Ina has a few quarts of uh, homemade chicken stock in tow. And she adds it to the veggies along with some chopped tomatoes, a bay leaf, a fresh bay leaf, um, lots of salt and pepper to season it as well. And she gives it another stir and she brings it to a boil and then she um, eventually uh, sort of turns it down to, to simmer for about 20 to 25 minutes. And while that simmers, Ina starts the bruschetta, which is pretty simple. You know, she slices up a baguette and then brushes both sides with olive oil. And then she puts it into the oven at 425 for about six minutes. 
And then after the break, we see Jeffrey walking across the street back to Ina's house. I don't know why I'm calling it Ina's house. It's his house, too. Um, did he walk to the bookstore? I wonder. Because um, we didn't see him in a car. I guess maybe if he's walking on the beach, I'm sure he probably just made that part of his trip, which I also love. So anyway, the bruschetta is ready to come out of the oven. And Ina rubs a clove of garlic on top of it to turn, you know, turn the volume up a little bit. And then she also takes the bay leaf out and then adds some cannellini beans as well as some tubetti, uh, which are like, they're just like baby rigatoni. If, if you know, if, if that paints a picture, I thought they were really cute. Um, and then she adds in like a mountain of fresh spinach, which of course will cook down. And she's like tossing it. She puts the spinach in and it's, you know, it's substantial, but she gives that a toss and spills like most of it on the stove. The <laughs> She's like, try to get it in, in the pot and not on the stove. Uh, and then she adds some pesto and some white wine. I mean, it's almost too much, but also like perfect. Like I love all of these flavors. I'm not really a minestrone type. I will say like if I'm the only time I've ever really, I don't know why I'm going here, but like the Olive Garden, I feel like it's minestrone or weddings. Like I'd much rather have a wedding soup than a minestrone. Um, and obviously like there are better minestrones than the Olive Garden but um I just I never really been blown away by one but this this might be the one uh so she adds just like a little bit more chicken stock because it got a little thick which she told us about earlier and now it's time to plate this up or bowl this up because it's in a bowl of course uh so she ladles in some soup into two beautiful white bowls and then she places two slices of the garlic bruschetta on top and then a sprinkle of Parmesan cheese. Ugh, yes, please. Uh, this looks this looks so good. So now Jeffrey and Ina are by the fire. Jeffrey has his, it's funny, Jeffrey walks in with like his gift sort of like tucked. It's in, it's in the bag still. He didn't wrap it, which is fine. Um, and then he like kind of sits down and like just like gently puts it like by his right leg so you know hopefully Ina didn't see it but I'm sure she did um and Ina was like <laughs> basically like they sit down and she's like hello and then like like smash cut to her being like where the hell have you been all day like that's the tone of voice that she has here she's like where were you today she's just like I don't think she likes surprises I think we know this about Ina um but I will say like Ina's reaction to this book is very sweet um it's it's it feels like a genuine sort of reaction like she was she read the cover of it and she opened it up a couple pages and she's just like oh my gosh and she's like how fabulous is this and jeffrey says um he's like i figure you can cook everything in it for me and i was like i i guess i will and she gives him a smooch and it almost is like this moment where because you know they can sometimes be i feel like kissing is so would be so hard to do even though like you do it every day with your partner like once the camera's on you I feel like it would just be like you know it's just an extra added lens to like be self-conscious about but it feels like she's very excited about this book and the it just feels like it's just a moment for the two of them I don't know um it was just a really sweet sweet moment so Ina gives him a smooch like I said and she says um she's like what a perfect end to a perfect day and then that's the end uh, and I really like this episode. It felt very cozy, especially by that fire. Um, I think like her going to cook lunch, I would have replaced her cooking lunch with like some other, like a dessert maybe. That would be fun. Like 
I don't know, some sort of, uh, what is it? Like biscotti would be nice. Like to have some coffee with that, like a little espresso afterwards. But that's just me. You got to do what you got to do, Ina. Um, I guess that's it. So thank you everyone for listening. Um, shout out also to a couple people who have joined our Patreon, the good Patreon. Welcome aboard, Tony and Jen. Thank you so much for supporting the good Patreon. I so appreciate it. And for any other listener who wants to go over to the good Patreon, you can access that by going to www.patreon.com slash the good Patreon, where you get early access to the main episode every week. You get it on Thursday. You don't have to wait until Friday. How fabulous is that? And you also get bonus episodes every week as well. So come on over and join the party. All right, let's wrap this up. So thank you everyone for listening. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, you can follow it on Instagram at goodvanillapod. And you can also send me an email at goodvanillapod at gmail.com. Also, I made a group for The Good Vanilla on Facebook. Very easy to find. Just search The Good Vanilla. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review. Or just tell another Barefoot Contessa fanatic. That also works too. And if you want to know where to get more of me, you can follow me on Instagram at Nick Kachanov. And you can find me on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast, every week with Colin Drucker. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Stay safe, and I'll see you next time.